Hello everyone and welcome to Flip the Switch. Fourth episode now, I'm still, it's just all feeling quite surreal. I am so grateful to every single one of you that has listened, followed us on socials. I'm your host Shana G. So this is a solo episode. What I'm going to do is every couple of guest episodes just have a sit down with Shana G. We're going to talk about a topic in depth. Today is going to be imposter syndrome, something that I feel that I am really struggling with and something that I really want to help others with in kind of my learnings and kind of journey with kind of coping with it and growing and becoming better. So let's just start by actually checking in. How is everyone feeling? It's Friday. Well, it's Friday when this episode comes out because I found that I was kind of running away from my feelings this week and not checking in on how I'm doing, on how I'm really, really, really feeling. So I just want you to first just stop and think, how are you doing? Are you good? What needs to improve? Give yourself a kind of rating out of 10. Because that's what this episode is all about, is checking in on yourself, noticing things, and then improving. So this is one of those themes, imposter syndrome, that I'm really, really excited to cover. You know that feeling where you just don't feel good enough? It's something that has been a, a reality for me for a long time. I have incredible, incredible people around me that are so talented, so driven. Same with the people I follow on social media. They are, you know, 10 steps ahead of me. And that can be really hard. It can be kind of crippling because when you get to comparison and worrying and overthinking, it can be really, really difficult. I wanted to actually start off by saying this. Humans are hardwired for self-doubt. So on the one hand, being sceptical can actually be a good thing for us. So it can make us a better decision maker and make the right choice, right? So it seems like a good thing. But when you have too much of that kind of self-doubt, it basically turns into imposter syndrome or as it's like technically spoken about, it's called imposter phenomenon. And this basically stops you from being the person that you actually are. So you are holding yourself back. And that is what the first thing that I want to cover and I want you to understand is we are all holding ourselves back. So to give you an example, Maya Angelou felt imposter syndrome after writing 11 books and winning several awards. She actually said that she's run a game on everyone and they're going to find her out. And I think it's actually kind of refreshing that even people at the top, the highest and most successful and driven of people, they still feel it. And knowing that we're all human, we're all going to go through the same thing. It's just how we learn how to deal with it. It's just so, so important. So what I'm saying is there's no escaping it. Like we just got to deal with it kind of face on. We have to consciously overcome those thoughts because as I've kind of realized, it's your body, it's your brain, it's it's your self protecting you from the uncomfortable. Like even last week, I had the old imposter syndrome kind of tap me on the shoulder and check in with me. I was launching the podcast and... You know, I was getting really excited. I was getting everything ready in terms of like scheduling, uploading everything. I was like, okay, cool. Got to the moment where I actually, you know, pressed the button, press go. And I just had this horrifying feeling that actually no one needs this and no one wants this. 
what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Like, it's not going to be a podcast that becomes, you know, in the charts or it's not going to do well. And all of this stuff came crashing down, all of these thoughts just about, just before I was about to hit go. So yeah, it, it was difficult. But when you reframe it, it was just a form of protection of saving yourself from, say, embarrassment or failure if you fail in public. All these different things were coming into play. But what I did was I powered through it. I just took the time to be like, you know what? I acknowledge that, that this is a risk, but I'm just going to carry on. If no one wants this, that's totally fine. I want to do this to help others, to put a spotlight on others, the people that are the non-traditional. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. So it's all about challenging yourself and just taking a step back and saying, you know what? Maybe I've got to do this. Maybe I've got to push myself to learn and grow. I also want to actually acknowledge that you're probably going to feel and experience this a lot more if you're going down the kind of non-traditional career because you don't just have your not you know you don't just have your inner critic jumping in you also have others really not understanding what you do so you don't get the validation of say your traditional careers like law banking blah 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 so it doesn't come with that clout that credibility it kind of just comes with the oh, okay, you do all of this, interesting. And so you've kind of got this other layer, this other barrier to overcome, which just makes things all the more difficult. So my thoughts on it are, as we grow, as we skill stack and add new things to our portfolio and try out new things, we're gonna face it. So I'm currently learning to produce music at the moment. It's like really complementary to kind of DJing and music in general and just my knowledge of it and uh, when I listen back to the stuff that I've created when I tell you it is terrible it is absolutely terrible and I kind of think to myself why am I even doing this there are so many amazing producers out there who have spent their whole life dedicated to this like what is the point but I have to kind of say to myself just keep going keep getting better every time you'll gain more confidence you'll grow you won't compare yourself anymore when you're more confident. You have to not let it take over who you are. We've got to kind of shake it off, understand that, you know what, we've got to start somewhere. As we go in confidence, we're going to get better. And I just take myself back to my lane. And as I always love to say, I've probably said this so many times, you'll probably hear it a lot. I focus on the step in front of me, not the whole staircase. Not anyone else's staircase, just mine. I'm just thinking about the goals that I want to achieve, not anyone else's. And it's just like rewiring that belief system that we're human, right? And it's okay to feel these things. We don't have to live this kind of perfect life. Why are we looking at other people's kind of show and highlight reels when ours is the movie that we're in? Like we don't have to worry about things like that. But imposter syndrome really, for me, is something that I've struggled with in my, in my 20s a lot. I'm 27 now. And I had a long break when it came to kind of DJing. Seven years of no DJing because I just got into the London lifestyle of working a nine to five, of having side hustles, testing out lots of different things. And I just kind of left DJing in the dark. And so when I picked it back up and like started again on CDJs, I felt like an absolute imposter. Like in this world now, DJs have so many followers. They... It's a super saturated world anyway, right? But they have followers, they have this clout, they're bringing out 
all these mashups and kind of producing their own music. So it did lead to these feelings of kind of imposter syndrome and what is the point? Like, why should I be here and why should I be doing this? But you know what? I realized I am unique. I am different in myself, in my sound. I must go forward and do something I love and follow my passions and not look at anyone else, which is as simple as that. I also wanted to cover something that actually is super, super important to me. And that is this feeling of when you're an imposter, you aren't your true self. You are actually something called your false self. And so Clance is the person that came up with uh, the imposter kind of phenomenon, researcher, understood it. And they split their book into kind of three parts. One, putting on the mask. Two, the personality behind the mask. And three, taking off the mask. And I can relate to that so much because I went through those three stages over my 20s. I had the mask on all throughout school. I was fitting in. I then went through this self-discovery journey a couple of years ago, understanding the personality behind the mask. Who am I? Who is Shana G? And then I finally, a few years ago, took off the mask and was like, I am my truest self. That is everything and lived authentically. And so the impulsive phenomenon takes you through those three stages. And so I want you to just check in with yourself and understand where are you now? Are you putting on the mask? Are you the personality behind the mask? Or are you taking off the mask? Let me know how you're feeling. Just check in and how can you get to the next stage where you are taking off that mask and you're living your truest self? So basically how we see it and how kind of psychoanalysts see it when we go into the kind of technicals of it is the false self and the truest self. I've lived the false self for over a decade, I'll be honest, and when I reflect upon it, I've basically been this false version of myself because of the way society is, and I wanted to fit in with the kind of codes and expectations of others, so I studied the law degree because I felt I had to. I felt I had to please people. I felt I had to do what felt right, not what I wanted to do. And so that was my false self coming out, right? And that false self was basically out for a long, long, long time. It's only now that I'm really living my truest form. The true self is kind of underneath it. That's the deepest core of who we are. And it's the part of us that feels alive. It's the part of us that feels real. And so when you get to that point, you will feel completely free. And that is the goal of this podcast, is to get you to your real self, understanding your real self, and knowing as well like the reasons why you are your false self. Like, let's peel it back, understand why. Why do we feel the need to do all these things? Because of culture, because of society. All these things come into play, and that is something that I speak to my guests about, is the pressure they feel from others, the pressure they feel from their parents, their family, culture, society. We all feel it, and then we eventually realise how multifaceted we are and build this kind of multidisciplinary portfolio career, because... We're going to be completely authentic to who we are. So it's really kind of hit me deep this week is that feeling of feeling an imposter of not being our true selves. If I can get just one of you to become your true self and actually feel like you can live in your truest form, uh, my job is done. This is why I'm creating this podcast. This is what I am doing here. This is what gets me up in the morning. So that was everything for today. I'm going to definitely touch upon like this kind of true self mask mentality 
and understand this a bit more um, in my solo episode. So definitely stay tuned as we release a new podcast episode every single week. I'm Shana G and this has been Flip the Switch. Make sure you give us a follow. We're at Flip the Switch Club on all socials. Make sure you rate us as well. Like it's really, really important in the early stages of the podcast to give us a little rating. This is episode four and we're going to be releasing every single Friday. We've got a big shoot next week, which is really exciting with four amazing special guests so they're going to be coming out every single week which i'm so excited for and then also just let me know if there's anyone you want me to interview and sit down with that's all from me thank you so much